Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast. And now, good morning, amigo. Good morning, amigo. Good morning, sunshine. How's everybody doing? Doing fantastic right here on the one and only Slam Radio, Sirius XM 145. Little good morning, amigo action. Till 11 o'clock. So I, I, I've got to go right to it. I'm a little confused as to why we're getting so angry at Drew Brees. I'm trying to understand completely where this anger comes from. So the guy is entitled to his opinion, I would hope, whether we agree with it or not, which, by the way, I don't agree with his opinion. There was a time where I felt strongly about the kneeling during the national anthem, almost angrily uh, affected by it until I did a little research. We also thought it meant something totally different. Right. And upon doing the research years ago, I, I came to the determination that in military circles, it's, you know, obviously a lot of military, ex military, don't engage in that. I will tell you that I would not personally engage in that. It's a personal choice. I would not. But my view and stance on it is completely different because it's actually like veteran, like some veteran law, like not a lodge, but a veteran organization came out and said that this is the only respectable way to do any, a silent protest during a national anthem. You're not supposed to call attention to yourself, so the kneeling is quiet. It's a respectful way of saying that. So in theory, it couldn't have been more of a peaceful protest. And we were up in arms. We hated it. I hated it. And then I did a little research. And then I backed away from it. There's a lot of things that when I find out, I back away. Um, and I tend to be more agnostic about opinion. I will tell you that I would not engage in it. I would not say what Drew Brees said. But Drew Brees can have that opinion and has the right to say it. And the repercussion is ugly. But when did any of the players say that's the reason why they were kneeling down? Do you remember? Because I don't Never. remember that was being the reason when it was going down. Never. It was a protest against police brutality, though. It was a protest against Whenever police everybody said something about the military, it says that's nothing to do with the military. This is a protest against police bruta- brutality against blacks and minorities. But nobody stood up and said that. No, everybody was just against it. And and I, that's that's the way, reason why I'm so confused. All of a sudden, about six, seven days ago, all of a sudden, we're like, yeah, yeah, that's what he meant. That's what he meant. You can thank LeBron for that. But in theory, well, I don't think you can thank LeBron for that. All of a sudden, memes were coming out and different stories were coming out. So all of, LeBron, we thank him for yesterday. That yesterday, everything ensued because of LeBron's uh, tweet back to back to the video, the response to the video of Drew Brees' comments. Here's here's where my problem lies. I don't care <laughs> what Drew Brees' opinion is. Do you? No. Live my life. Keep going. I did a little soul searching yesterday. I tend to do that often these days. And I remember when once upon a time I did radio and it was so pure and I could just be myself. And just to be careful to appease sponsors. But other than that, I could be my crazy zany self. I was on safe haven. I could say whatever I want. Today I can curse more. I have more liberty to have my opinions. And I, and I tend to regress from it. And it's because of the world we live in. But when I had fun and I just... You know when it was when I just, A, didn't care, and B, didn't judge. 
I do what I do. I feel how I feel. And it doesn't. What I feel. And then the biggest part of who I was was the one thing I didn't want is Mr. Athlete, Miss Athlete to tell me about their politics. As a person, I tend to not want to tell you about religion. I'll tell you about politics. And I am of strong faith and I have opinions in politics of which I basically keep to myself. I will choose topics in which I will perhaps throw a slice in because I kind of do a radio show, right? Very open-minded to hear other sides because I don't pretend to be right about very little that I, if you notice the opinions I'm most passionate about have to do with sports. Mm -hmm. Have you ever thought of that? Yeah. Because I take more of a backseat analytical observing view to the things that happen in the world and engage with politics because I don't, I'm not a poli-sci major. Nope. And I'm the same exact way. So Most I of don't, my passion comes from a sports argument. You tend to tell me you know a lot about politics. I know a lot about what I've heard, mm. what I've lived through. My perspective is different than other people's. People have different perspectives. I have an opinion. Other people have opinions. I don't pretend that my opinion's right. I have a way of looking at things sometimes. And when I do that, I break down the barriers of who I am my ethnicity, my gender, even my belief system. I, I tear it down. And I, and I, it's like, what Roman Catholic conservative Republican do you know that is pro-choice? None. Well, that's me. And then that's where I'm told, well, then you're not a Republican. You're not, you're not, a, you're not a, a conservative. Okay. So then now all of a sudden typecast is gone because I believe a woman has a right to do whatever she wants with her body. If I were a woman, I would opt against it. But here's the two caveats. One, I am not a woman. Two, I am not the person who gets to make that decision because I am not a woman. Feel me? Feel you. So I'm loud and clear about that. Oh, you know the crap I've taken for that. How many times have you heard me say, I stay away from the conversation of flag burning. Mm -hmm. I loathe anybody that burns a flag. But that's a disrespect to the flag. <clears throat> it's also a constitutional right, I hate to admit. For, that you can burn the flag? I actually, so in truth, I, the values that anybody went to the military to fight for protect more the right to burn that flag than the looting we saw the first couple of days going on in this mess. To be very, very honest with you, because looting isn't a right. Believe it or not, burning the flag is. I, I abhor it, I hate it. I don't advocate it. I rarely talk about it just because I don't want it to be confused with agreeing with it because I don't. But it's a right. Crazy, right? Right. If it is. So, I mean, there, there's, there's a value system in this country that allows you to be who you want to be. But please, 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 if you give me that liberty to be who I am, don't condemn me for who I am. Let me be who I am. Right. We spent, wait, I don't mean, right, but we spent our life before any pandemics or any sort of riots fighting for the rights of those who don't seem to have the same rights. Okay? Gay, lesbian community, for example. We're very, very proud, whether we're gay or lesbian or not, and I am not gay, but that's not a problem. Because do I believe in their community and do I believe in their rights and the things they fight? Many of the things I do. Everybody deserves to be in love, bro. Everybody deserves to be happy, bro. The hell do you care if it's two women that are getting married? Who cares? Their life. What in the world does it matter in the grand scheme of things of 330 million people? Oh, legally married, it costs tax dollars. Shut up. Let them get married. 
Please let them get married. Please. Here's what happens. Less frustrated human beings in the world. Now I'm just being practical and kind of a jerk a little bit. Right? Because there's a frustration level. You can't express who you are, be who you want to be. Are you kidding? You have happy people. You don't have upset people, angry people, repressed. Let them get married. Let them enjoy love. Let them enjoy life. But Larry... They can adopt kids and they can raise a family. Oh, I'm a bad Republican because I say that. This is horse crap. But Larry, the definition of marriage is when a man and a woman unite. The definition of words changed throughout <laughs> generations from time to time. Note the Got to laugh because I wasn't being serious. Uh, the, Whoever the thinks I'm was being obvious. serious, all of a sudden, I don't want a crowd out here protesting. <laughs> the tone was obvious, my friend. Um, that's well, all I'm saying. Like, that's what when I went from being that guy to then understanding because I am strangely private and I like things a certain way. And, and while I, I'll never tell you, I think you're doing this wrong, right? If you ask me, I'll tell you. So I'm, I've always been the dude that doesn't try to impose with my opinions, with my beliefs, with anything. I'm outspoken. So I'm always careful to balance it. Because being outspoken, you know, I could be standing over there talking out loud and you walk in the room, all of a sudden, look at him, bro, he's going off on some rant. Well, I didn't go off on the rant. I knew I'm saying something. So even that part of my personality, I've calmed it down a little bit. I save it for when the mic is on. But truthfully speaking, what does it matter to you? What does it matter to you what religion someone practices? What does it matter to you? It shouldn't matter, right? This all falls, like I walked away from Universe of One because I'm not sitting here and, and, and I don't have a degree in that. That's not, my, that's not where my strength is. My strength is sports. In the same way I tell the athletes, you know, I just want you to play sports. I don't really need to hear you, but I don't know if I need to be heard on that level. But with all due respect, let's just accept people for who they are. It's human nature to judge. If you're going to do that, do it quietly in your room somewhere. But try to be open-minded enough to understand that that's a closed-minded thing to do. Accept people for who they are. Look at Coral Gables cops. Like dude, Ed Hudak, chief of police at Coral Gables. Along with officers, they took a knee in front of the footsteps of the courthouse yesterday. Made national news in solidarity. I'm sure there's people criticizing him for that and them for that. You do what you believe is right, man. I'm in a chat group right now where two people went seriously, seriously at it. I haven't said anything but LOL on that chat in weeks because I know. Uh huh. LOL. So I understand everything that happened with the George Floyd protests and things like that. But what happened yesterday in New, in New Orleans was absolutely funny in my eyes. Only because, I mean, I don't mean to disrespect anything, but it, it's funny because I've always been raised, and I know a lot of people have been raised to not, don't care, I don't care what anybody says about me. I just keep on living my life because whatever anybody says about me really doesn't matter. So why would I care about the opinions of another person's views about how a certain thing is being viewed in the world? So irrelevant in my life what Drew Brees thinks about that. So it's funny because no bearing uh, in my that life. means that everybody there was an insensitive <clears throat> person and, and, and they have security problems. But wait, let's not downplay it. Let's say you're, you're an African-American, you're black. Mm -hmm. There could be a way where you still take an offense to that where you can't be as I don't laissez-faire about it as I am or you are. So I'm going to even accept that as a black man you or a black teammate, you hear that and you get pissed off at him. You're like, damn, bro, why would you say, I didn't think you'd think for that. Even still, 
to go at him. Not good. He, may, he was asked that question in an interview, he answered. Yeah, we're like at a time that we're, we, we're, we're as soon we're not going to be able to expect a real interview from an athlete because they're going to be afraid of every single statement they make. That's why Jeter always did what he did. Well, I could say, in a general purpose, I could say, I don't like the Bears. The Bears get on my nerves and their fans are pains in the asses. Or I can look at Frank, look at him with his Bears hat, and say, you know what, bro? I go, one, I, I hate your Bears, bro. You're such an obnoxious fan. There's a difference, right? Yeah. That one, you should take serious uh, and personal because I just told you. Right, right. This one's a general statement. People right. are taking general statements personally yes. if I said it right to you. And I think that's where the problem is. Don't get angry. If somebody has an opposing opinion, respect that opposing opinion. Nobody needs to get angry. Yeah, buddy. I'm take it easy, guys. It doesn't have to be that nuts. So I'm just marveled at that. And, and again, he's entitled to say whatever he wants, but... In my life, his opinion has no bearing. I have my opinions, and, and that's that. It's so simple. Worry about yourself a little bit. So then, you know, you look across the scope of sports and people losing jobs because they all of a sudden want to speak their mind about something. We are creating a culture where we're going to stay quiet. In a country where we fought for rights to have a voice, we're going to mute that voice. It's a very interesting dynamic we have before us. I will tell you what I like. No, I don't like. I love. And I believe will take over this movement, to be very honest with you, Frank. This is going peaceful, brother. I'm sorry this is going peaceful. I'm, not, I'm at a point right now where I'm telling you, it's angry, but it's peaceful. And there's a lot of interaction, and I'm seeing more police officers having conversations Within these groups, instead of it getting to be shouting matches, there's some cities. Obviously, what happened in Brooklyn, things are going on in New York are tough, right? And there's a couple of other communities that aren't necessarily in the same place. But the majority of these communities are really listening and addressing. I think this could have moved the needle in a positive way. Fix it forever, never. But it's where you start. And I'm telling you, I'm seeing more peaceful protests. I'm seeing more things. Hollandale did something yesterday where they had like a funeral procession. And it was their protest. But it was, you know, people had signs outside their car. And it was a funeral procession. And the police abetted it. They, they did it like a funeral procession. And it was long. It was a lot of cars. What an amazing visual. Like, I was like, that's impressive. That's impressive. There's a hiccup in your day for two minutes if you're on the road. It's, no one's acting up. No one's getting out of the cars and jumping on cars. No, 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 no. They're in their cars. Like, like the same thing they did for these, 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 these parades for these kids. Same thing. It's a funeral procession, and it's in protest. Everybody had their signs, and everybody had their people social distancing, people with masks. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just the eternal optimist. I really like what I'm seeing. I think this has taken a turn, and I think people are being heard for the first time in a long time. Okay, um, there's going to be individual incidents here and there, but I think those are going to curb. And I think where the change comes is the way we the, the culture of how you train law enforcement, because as you can tell, these protests are all over the world. So apparently this isn't an America thing. I'm sorry. This apparently when you can congregate 3000 people halfway around the world in solidarity over George Floyd's death, I get it. But those people aren't fighting for American rights. <laughs> Okay, 
Where they're at, they're mean, that means where they're at, there's some racism, and they're making a statement. I mean, with all due respect, everybody feels bad for George Floyd. Everyone is in mourning of his death. But when you're in Belgium or wherever it is, I saw the report where they had thousands of people in thousands of people in the street. New Zealand also. New Zealand protesting. Yeah. There is obviously they they don't necessarily give a rat's ass about Americans. They don't hate them or anything, but in your day, do you ever think of people from New Zealand and go, all oh, those people from New Zealand? No. No. So obviously, I don't think it goes the other way. It's about a... It's There's about something a they've lived. There's something in their culture that's similar, and they're speaking up about it. So this is apparently not just an America problem, and that's another thing that I think needs to be looked at, is this is global. And if it's global, then it needs to be addressed. And America needs to be in the forefront, because they are in the forefront of being the oppressors of this. I'm sorry, I'll just say it. But if you're wondering how I got all quiet about I don't want to talk about this on my show too much. Today it comes up, but I want to get back to sports because sports is getting back to us. On the other side, we will talk about that. Do we do? Play some music. Remember, 9 o'clock hour, we're going to replay that Frank Martin interview for you. Right here on Good Morning Amigos, Sirius XM 145, the one and only Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger, put it in the glove box, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Well, it just annoys me that you don't see it my way. Oh, it annoys me that you don't see it my way. We can play this game too. What? Not always going to see it your way. Your way is not the way. I can see it my way. But your way is not the way. So some people, some people are really... That's huge ego of you, by the way. Yeah, by of way. course. You can't spell amigo without the eagle. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities, been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them, but I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me, and my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. 
a message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Sam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny, from The Amigo. I've learned so much from them, and I thank them so much, and it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio, and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career. You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. What's up, everybody? This is Spice Adams. Slam Radio, Sirius XM. Yeah. Go! We're taking off. Welcome aboard. Now, back to what's-his-face. You are listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145. earlier we're gonna have that uh, Frank Martin interview from earlier in the week we'll have that on during the nine o'clock hour um, sports is starting to seep back into reality and I'm very excited about that it makes me very very happy I must say uh, rumor has it they're going to vote in the season to start again at July 31st Season would end if there was a Game 7 on October 12th. I do wonder what happens to the next season. That's a little late ending the season. But I do like the fact that we would have basketball nonetheless. Um, my concerns don't need to be my concerns. It's not my problem. Um, I do find it weird, the playoffs. What are they doing? Why are there more teams from one conference than the other? I can't get a clear view of what they're doing. I can't get a clear view of where they're going with the more teams, but all I've really all I, all I, all I've been able to understand out of the entire scenarios they're going to be playing eight games. Apparently, they're not reshifting the schedule, so they're just kind of going from game to game. If there's no team there to play it, then they're just going to skip that game and keep on rolling along. I don't know how that's going to cuadrar, square up, Spanish term. Mm-hmm. Um but it's weird. So then they're going to have a playoff system. If, if the number eight and number nine seed um, are within four games apart from each other, they're going to have a mini play-in. So pretty much the number nine seed has to win two games against the number eight seed. And the number eight seed, all they have to do is just one, win one game to get into the playoffs. I saw that. Top 16 teams in the Eastern and Western Conferences will be joined by teams currently within six games of eighth place in the two conferences, which would include New Orleans, Portland, San Antonio, Sacramento, Phoenix, and Washington. The play-in tournament will include the number eight and number nine teams. If the ninth seed finishes 
the regular season within four games of the eighth. Um, in that case, the eighth seed enters a double elimination tournament and the ninth seed a single elimination tournament, sources said. So that would mean that the nine would have to beat them twice. That's once the eight beat them said. once. Right. right. Okay. But that's 18 teams when you have a ninth team. What, what happens to the other teams that make there to be 22 teams in the playoffs. I'm confused as to how you trickle down to the point of where you have an 8-9 play. Okay, so how many teams are in in the East? So my understanding is there's 22 teams. Nine, of, nine of them are from the East. All right. And so, 13 of them are from the West. So here's the thing. They're picked teams that are within grasp of getting to that number eight spot. Correct. So the reason why they picked more in the West than more in the East is because there's more teams on that bubble to try to get to that eight spot. And then on the, I think the the difference between nine and ten was like four or six games, somewhere in that range. Right. So that doesn't make any sense to invite those teams. So then that's why that number nine team is invited in the East, and there's more teams invited in the West. Okay. So then, how do the Suns, the Spurs, the Kings, the Pelicans get out of ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen? How, how does that? I got to look at the standings. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so the Grizzlies are the eight seed. Blazers are the nine seed. Tied with the Pelicans and the Kings. Spurs are 12 seed. Suns are a 13 seed. My point is, how do the Suns, Spurs, Kings, Pelicans play playoffs? I understand how eight and nine have to play. What happens to 10, 11, 12, 13? Well, there's eight games that they're going to play before they get to that playoff. So everybody's going to play eight more games this season. Yes, those 22 teams that are invited are going to play eight more games. So the teams that are not in the 22 aren't even coming back. They're not even showing up. But they will make eight season games for those for everybody. For every, for those twenty. So that the seedings can shift to yes. the right place. Correct. And then every team already makes the playoffs, so nobody's going to get eliminated. Or we'll, after those eight games, we still go to eight and eight. That's the eight and eight. Oh. And then whoever's nine, if they're within four games, then they'll be able to go ahead and shoot Ahora for the playoffs. entiendo. Ahora entiendo. I wasn't understanding the eight games. Yes. Now I get it. Yeah. So it's an eight game regular season, pretty much. I am officially in love with the idea. Oh. <laughs> Take long. It, that didn't take long at all. I'm officially in love with the idea. <laughs> that is, they're so smart, those people. <laughs> they're awesome. It makes that sense. league is so awesome. That's it makes why. sense for like the Suns, or well, not the Suns, but a team that's really, really Somebody bad. Like the, with Knicks. Brains. like the Knicks. Why are we gonna invite the Knicks? Like, why are you gonna waste room at Disney World for the Knicks? Like, there's a like, reason to it, it's someone go with play golf. Brains. Someone with brains did this. This is this is immensely intelligent. It was so intelligent, it took me having to talk through it with you to understand it. <laughs> I'm glad I was intelligent enough to be able to explain it to you. Right. So then once those eight games are played, if you're 10, you're screwed. you got to be nine so that at least you're still in the hunt. Yes, yes. But at that point, four teams are going to fall off, 10, 11, 12, 13. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure the NBA is praying. And, and, hold on, possibly more, because if nine isn't within the four games of eight, they'll drop off too. There's no play-in game scenario then. No, don't they play one game? No, listen. Oh, so if they're four games. So if they're five games out, they're, if they're out. Five games out, they're out. They're out. That's very interesting. NBA finals start in October. Before the <laughs> okay. World Series. So I'm a little concerned. I'm a little concerned on baseball playoffs, basketball finals. Never. So my so my boy's like, bro, we're back. This is the Knicks fan that I'm always talking about. He's like, we're back. And I'm like, what do You're you mean? And he goes, yeah, bro, basketball, baseball, football. Bro, it's going to be great. They're going to be all on at the same time. And I go, bro, it's evident that you're a Knicks fan. <laughs> and he goes, what is that supposed to mean? And he goes, if they all start at the same time and they all finish at the same time, then that means we're another three months 
with no sports. Oh, yeah. But in theory, no, you won't. Because basketball will end and start again. Well, wait, that's the thing, though. Like, we're not sure about that. Like, we're baseball not sure may about not about play at all, though. Baseball, at this point, they rejected their deal. So baseball might not play at all. Understood. But we're, we're not sure when the new NBA season is going to start. So what if this is the new start for the NBA season? Like, this is the new schedule. There's no more Father's Day games. Now it's Thanksgiving Day and, and Halloween Day and Labor Day games. Who cares? I don't like the shifting of all the new schedules. I like the sports when they were at the times they were because certain sports remind me of certain times. And I agree with you. I, I happen to agree with you. I think that there's a time for every sport. I totally get it. That being said, too bad, so sad. Not the case. On top of it all, like, ba- oh, I mean, basketball. I guess basketball is a, bad ex- a good example. Like, kids like playing basketball when they watch a basketball game. Like, you get hyped up. You see them playing, and you're like, oh, I'm going to go outside and play basketball. I'll How many times did that happen as a kid? As a kid. I used to do this. My family thought I was crazy. I never taught my son to do it. My son did it automatically. What was it? We would be watching a game, and within moments, he had his own Nerf championship going on in his room or wherever we set up Nerf. All right, but so like you would hear, clink, clink. Hold on a second. I'm not finished. Oh, okay. Halftime, he'd go outside <laughs> to shoot around. There it is. Okay? Come back in. He would play on the Nerf while the game finished. When the game was over, Dad, let's go shoot around outside. So the answer is absolutely. So this doesn't affect us because we're in South Florida and it's always 150 degrees outside. But for those who live up north, it does affect them a bit because basketball is pretty much run during the summer. And that's during those months that they're able to go outside and partake in that activity. If all of a sudden now you make basketball a winter sport, which most of the seasons during the winter, then all of a sudden it doesn't really play like that. You know, baseball is the other thing. Like baseball, fine, they won't have a season. But let's say baseball starts late and, and, and then they start late next season. Baseball, like it goes parallel with all the all the high school sports, all the college, and all that. It all runs at the same time. It does. I don't know if I don't know if my theory is holding up, but that's how I feel about it. But I think they'll end staggered, so you'll be okay. I don't think it's as bad as you're making it out to be. It's just you're used to a certain routine, and that routine is going to be thrown off. Well, too bad. <laughs> we need basketball. Okay, thanks. Plus, I got I got eleven dollars in my FanDuel that I gotta use, and I only play f- basketball <laughs> FanDuel. So Cash it out, bro. Need it back. I'm interested to see how many games you're gonna have at the same time because, according to the Disney World layout, they have multiple courts that they can be at the same time. So, how many other courts and all that stuff? Also, if something happens coronavirus related, how how quick are they to shut down? The league, like if it's one case, are they going to shut down? Are they going to be cautious? Or if it's maybe multiple people, are they going to finally say, look, this isn't going to work out? I believe we're going to be fine. And I also believe that this will work out and it's so unique. It'll, it'll, it'll inspire a different type of ire. Um, plus, it makes me so happy to know that LeBron can still win his fourth title. You know what the crazy part is? I don't know if you've ever thought about this. When the playoffs start, for the most part, there's no advantage. There's no home court advantage. There's no home court. That's so it's just straight basketball. There's no home court. There's no crowd noise. There's no nothing. Those players are going to get used to the courts. They're playing out there with those eight games, and then those playoffs are pretty much going to be pretty even slate. That's nuts. Yep. That's the one thing. Home field doesn't matter worth a damn. You just got to play basketball. But you know what? I still think LeBron thrives in that. You don't? 
Because from a world standpoint, people are going to buy tickets to go to the... Oh, no, there's nobody going to the games. What am I talking about? <laughs> I thought there was like a select few. I thought no. they were spread them out. So it's going to be an empty arena. Yes. He'll be fine. I don't even think it's going to be an arena. I think it's going to be like a convention center. Yeah, that's where he does better. He's going to be just fine. He's going to be just fine. That environment, that's where he's going to... He's going to actually do just fine that way. It's going to be an odd way to win, but LeBron's going to find a way to win. Unless the Heat are there, of course. Then he's got a, then he's got hell to pay. <laughs> so if you don't know, you better ask. Oh, him, right? I'm 100% then going hardcore on the Heat. Oh, the Heat are going to win to the finals. Absolutely. absolutely. And then they're going to be LeBron. That's what I'm excited about. I can root for my team in the playoffs. I can root for my dude in the playoffs. It's great. Yeah, but you have to pick one. I'm not going to sit here and let you be, oh, whoever Hold wins, I'm going to be happy. Second. I'm going to give you hell if that happens. Oh, Milian. Milian. Hold on a second. Milian. If the Heat were to play the Lakers, that's a no-brainer who I'm going to root for. Fine, but if the Lakers win, you can't all of a sudden be like, oh, I'm happy for LeBron because I'm going to kick you straight in the ass. Of course I'll be happy for LeBron. No, I'm going to give you hell, bro. Don't do this to me. First of all, the Heat and the Lakers are not going to make it to the finals. I, You're I, right. The Lakers are not going to make it to the finals. Uh, well, the odds of both of them making it to the finals are slim. The Heat can make it to the finals. I know they can. They both can make it to the finals. LeBron has a rough road. LeBron is a little rougher, what he's got to deal with. But that's okay. But look, we're talking sports. You see what I mean? I know. I'm so happy. Look at the smile on my face. But what about NFL? You see, NFL worries me. A little bit. A little bit. Because they're not even, you know, we're worrying about Drew Brees and his opinion. I don't really care about Drew Brees' opinion. Because especially since now teams can't work out together. I guess he passed something. He said something that the teams can't have those Just workouts. It doesn't matter. Wow. But the longer you push it, the longer this goes into training camp, then that means you're going to have to push I'm the actually back. more in favor of large amounts of people peacefully protesting and getting this message across much more for that than I am. This is garbage. And giving him hell for how he feels. Let him feel how he feels. You work on it the other way, little by little, he becomes the minority. And at the end of the day, it's not like he said something outlandish. He he expressed his opinion, which he is entitled to have. He doesn't like it. Isn't he entitled to feel that way? Yeah. Without reproach? Like, no one has to judge him as a person because of that. He's a great guy. Who cares care. if that's what he thinks? Just, it's troubling. But whatever. We, we are all good because um, it's summertime, so to speak, and I think we have the promise of sports. July 31st would be the, when the basketball season would start. So they'd get into camp probably around 4th of July or something just to work out and stretch out. How are they going to do that? They never talked about that. But the, the one issue I have is July 31st is eight weeks away almost, seven weeks. That's a long time. It is a long time. So I thought we were going to scoot it up. I thought we were going to, you know. Oh, it's almost wow. a month away. Damn, that's a long time yeah. still. <sighs> Some positive, though. The Bellagio fountains are on, just so you know what that means. Saw that. Very happy about that. Dr. Fauci says that this, uh, this, uh, this vaccine will be ready by the first of the year. Vegas is opening today. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. That movie never aged well. Just didn't. It didn't. It was not. It didn't do well. It didn't do well. We're gonna we have time on our hands still. We're gonna take it take to some movie talk at some point. Remember what I said, nine o'clock hour we'll have the Frank Martin interview on. Tomorrow I'm gonna have George Nava from Ninety Day Fiance on the show. He'll be on tomorrow, so check us out tomorrow. Great way to kick off the weekend. He's gonna give us a little insight. I, I doubt he'll speak ill of Anfisa, but I uh I know that uh Yes. I think he'll I think he may have something to say about her. 
Guy's lost 120 pounds, restarting his life. He's doing great for himself, you know, and I think he has a different belief system. Very happy for him. Very happy for him. Very, very humble dude. Very nice. I spoke to him yesterday on the phone at length. Become boys. Nice. Look at you, bro. Yeah, uh, I also got to give a call to Willie the Mayo. He called me the other day. I haven't been able to get back. Look at you, bro. Hey, bro. Tossing around names. Look at me. No. Flinging it around, baby. <sighs> Come back from break. On the other side, like I said, we will continue talking about sports. A little bit about poor Drew Brees. I feel so bad for him. But at the same time, I don't agree with him. We can talk about that. And uh, always sprinkle in a little music. Some great interviews. We'll have the Frank Martin interview again, like I said. And that and so much more right here on Good Morning Amigos, Sirius XM 145, the one and only Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM Channel 145. Our final hour of the programa. Coming up at noon, the youth. Hope you like that Frank Martin interview. Guy's the man. I can't wait to start talking hoops. Well, they're making it, or they're making it a little easier for us to finally start dabbling into the conversation. Why is that? Well, because with the whole plan that they just pretty much just—I think they're voting on it today, actually. Um, for them to work out this 22-team reunion in Orlando or whatever, and then with that playoff system that they have set up to finally at least get the season wrapped up, it's going gonna, it's gonna to give us some sort of a closure for the NBA season. I just don't like how long it's going to be extended, and it's going to now trickle into next year, and there's no, there's no get over visible it. light. No, no, get over it, nothing, man, because I'm thinking the long run here. So I don't, like, I don't want my sports to get interfered with the long run. I kind of just feel like something should have happened already or just kind of just cut your losses and go over the next year. How long are we going how long is this going to trickle from year to year or is it finally going to be something that now basketball's new starting month is going to be February. So apparently Drew Brees has apologized. Well, what else is he going to do? Well, just kind of stick his foot in his mouth, right? A little bit? A little bit. I just you know, I stood up for him this morning, man. I think you're allowed to have your opinion. I understand up for his opinion. I stood up for his right to have an opinion, if you know what I mean. I certainly don't agree with him. I thought it was a misguided opinion. But it, I also once upon a time thought that until I learned about it. And there's still people who feel it's disrespectful. Again, I repeat, I would never in a million years take a knee during the National Anthem. But that's me. And I don't judge someone if they do. It doesn't make them better or worse. It just is. I think basketball is going, going to really bring us back to some normalcy. I like the fact that it's America's game. It really is. It's invented here. Right. Dude named Naismith. And that's the game that's going to bring us to sports competitive exhilaration once again. I like that. Hopefully. Why hopefully? Well, I mean, hopefully. Because, like, it's, we're still two months away. Well, who's going to beat them to the punch at this? Well, I don't think. Football's not going to start early, so it's not football. It's definitely not baseball. Baseball ain't happening. I don't even think baseball's going to play this year. So, I mean, we just have to be patient. Seven more weeks of Nana. 
but Hoops is coming back. At least that's Eight more problem. regular season games. Eight more regular season games. How many are we? How many did we lose out on? So I think the official number would be I don't know. What happens with some teams that have more games played than others? I, I'm a little confused with how they're going to do that. That's strange. Some teams are going to play more than others. Well, look at the standings. I guarantee you, all the teams don't have the same amount of games played. I mean, but they're off by one or two. But you still got to catch them up. Everybody's got to play the same amount of games, don't they? Winning percentage. Oh, that doesn't work that way. That's okay, unfair. You're going to have to do ah. something about it. You're going to have to do something about like it. A schedule where they play the amount of games they're supposed to play. I'm just saying. Just a, just a thought, you know what I mean? Well, there's something football-related we can talk about. What's that? A uh, story coming out of FSU that head coach Mike Norvell went ahead and uh, communicated with all his players uh, with the whole George Floyd thing. He went out and put in a, uh, a statement out. Uh, quote, we've had a lot of open communication with our team, our players, and our coaches. I went back and forth individually with every player this weekend, and that, and that was something that was important to me because that, this is a heartbreaking time in our country. You see hate and you see discrimination. You see some of the acts that have occurred. I mean, it is a problem. And it's something that we have to stand together and we have to work to get it fixed. I'll continue to share with our guys the platform that they have and the opportunity that is there for them to make a difference, to be an influence, and to be able to impact our country in a positive way by overall mindset and approach of how we treat people to how we respond in situations. I told these guys just how grateful I am to be a part of this journey with them because they are the future. We've got an incredible group of men that I get a chance to work with as players and coaches. I'm honored to have the opportunity to help make a difference. That's something that we definitely have talked about in a big picture team approach, but also more specifically, the individual and group conversations. We're trying to meet our guys at their needs and be able to share some of the emotions that we're go all going through. Very nice, right? Sounds great. Unfortunately, one of the FSU players comes out, retweets this, and says, man, this bleep did not happen. We, have, we got a generated text that was sent to everybody. There was no one-on-one -on -one talk between us, coach, us and coach. This is a lie, and me and my teammates as a whole are outraged, and we will not be working out until further notice. Ah. He doesn't speak for everybody. He can only speak for himself. So this has obviously Action. been this has obviously been picked up by ESPN, and since there's no major sports headlines to talk about other than Drew Brees and the riots and well not riots but the protests in or in New Orleans because of Drew Brees' comments, gives us something sports related to talk about. I'd rather talk about basketball. Fair enough. Because we're talking about FSU, really. I forgot what happened in basketball. You know what? That, that I think that's the worst part. So go back and look at the stats. No, I mean after. Zion was dominating. No, but it's been so long, man. Like, I feel like all that happened last season already. It's been a, what, a two-and-a-half-month break? LeBron's been dominating. In his sleep? LeBron's a G, bro. In his can't sleep? Wait. Can't wait to leave. The only domination he's been doing, right, he posted up against Drew Brees yesterday. Coast through the West. All he did, he's not flowing through the West. Too many bumps on that road. LeBron for three, yes. Can't wait, bro. LeBron shooting percentage under 20 feet. 
The best part's gonna be when he wins. I get to throw it in your face. That's the best part. Of it. He's not even gonna get. Made, he's not even gonna make it to the finals. The only bump in the there road will be a Los Angeles team in the finals. It's just not gonna be the Lakers. The only bump in the road with all of this is that I only root for my Heat. So that's the problem. Yeah, and then when LeBron plays your Heat, you're gonna have a double-sided argument because no. there's some days you're gonna come in here, and then there's some days that you're gonna come here saying this and others saying that, and then all of a sudden for, when I'll the entire series is over seven. and the Heat win, you're gonna be the first one with your Heat gear taking your ass to the American Airlines Arena trying to figure. Out how we can do a live remote so we can go ahead and partake in the in the championship parade. But then, if the Heat lose, you're gonna figure out a way to wear all of your LeBron nonsense on the air and then be like, I told LeBron you, I told you. I don't have anything that says LeBron's name on it. Even when he was with the Heat, I didn't get anything that said his name on it. Ever. Never, yeah. ever, ever. Not even a shirt that has three faces or the team. Nothing don't, that ever said his name. Don't ever. wear anything around me. You remember the statement you're saying? Do not, I hope you don't have anything because nothing. if you wear something around me, I'm going to burn it from your back. Nothing. Nothing. I'm just going to burn LeBron. it. I'm just going to burn it right It doesn't All matter have, where I'm at. I have a Jordan jersey. I'm going to pull out a lighter and I'm going to burn it right off your back. I have a Jordan back. jersey, but I don't have anything that says LeBron on it. So I you do believe in the GOAT? <laughs> you spend yes. money on the GOAT. Not so much on LeBron. Correct. I don't spend a dime on LeBron, actually. But I'm rooting for LeBron. Like, I don't know if it's more because I want to see him have to challenge for the legend of or. Just to piss you off. I think it's just to piss you off. Bro. I think you feel bad for him. I just it's just to piss you off. I think you feel bad for him. To see you angry. And like the the cherry on top of all of it is like he wins and then next year he does the dunk contest and wins that too. So isn't J.R. Smith on his team again? I don't know, is he? I don't know. I, they, he was working out with him the other day. I gotta see if he's on his team. Remember, I don't remember it happened like last year. Maybe J.R. Smith doesn't even remember. Well, if J.R. I'm saying if J.R. Smith's on his team, just make sure that he doesn't have the ball anywhere near the fourth quarter with a few seconds left. Yeah, we remember what happened. Good old J.R. I imagine if that wouldn't have happened, what would have happened? Whole different series, maybe? God, that set the tone. I know you don't like LeBron, but I'm okay with him. There's nothing wrong with him, man. Who else is going to win in the West? Yo, it's a tough, tough road, bumpy road. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, Kawhi. Oh, yeah! Third in the MVP vote. Clippers, yeah. Okay. Woo! We'll talk a little more NBA, finally. That's why we're here today. That's exactly why we're here. Good morning, amigos. Sirius XM 145, the one and only Slam Radio. Woo! Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM channel 145. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Well, it just annoys me that you don't see it my way. Oh, it annoys me that you don't see it my way. We can play this game too. What? Not always gonna see it your way. Your way is not the way. I can see it my way. But your way is not the way. So some people, some people are really. That's huge ego of you, by the way. Yeah, of course. You can't spell amigo without the ego. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, seven to eleven, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. 
This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities, he's been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them, but I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me, and my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Sam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny, from The Amigo. I've learned so much from them, and I thank them so much, and it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio, and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career. You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> You know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell them? You tell them, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's gonna do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you gotta take those losses, you gotta take those hits. There's gotta be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, you know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality.
What's up, everybody? This is Spice Adams, Slam Radio, Sirius XM. Yeah. After school blues. Yes. Finally, the sense of relief. We it's can in breathe. The books. I'm already in redecorate mode. I'm already in change mode. Virgo Larry is out in full effect. Gonna be doing stuff. Finally. What are you gonna be doing, bro? What do you got going on this summer? Be working. Oh, okay. So. Be hanging with you. Make it sound like you gotta go. You got some stuff going on. Be hanging with you. Not just hanging, just waiting for sports to start. Yeah, Hurricanes are gonna be making a decision in mid-July about what's gonna be happening with uh with their fans and no fans or yes fans or limited fans or what what's going on. So the number that's being thrown around right now is thirteen thousand. I guess that's 25% of whatever it is that I can't remember the name of the name. Hard Rock Stadium seats now. That's a that's tw- yeah, that sounds about right. So yeah, so it's 13,000. Blake James came out saying that the tickets are going to be prioritized. Probably the first priority is going to be player parents, um which makes sense. Second will probably be for recruits. I guess they got to keep the recruiting going, so they're going to be giving those tickets to recruiting and the recruiting family. Um, then the third would probably be how they would figure, oh, the student body, because they said that the student body needs to be part of college football. And after all that, then they would open it up to some fans. That's tough. Aren't you uh, officially relinquishing if, they, if need be? How does it work for you? You've already paid for your tickets. Um, so my tickets are going to give us three options, which this when the last time I spoke to them, this is what they went ahead and told me. Either A, I can go ahead and donate them to the school, or I can donate whatever I paid for the ticket to the school. Eh, not happening. B, I can get a full refund for my tickets. Or C, I can just transfer them until next year. And I'm just going to transfer them until the following year. Cause of course I'm going to go to the games. That's easy. I even told them already. Yeah, C, 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 just put C down around my file. C, C. I mean, yeah. wouldn't you transfer them over? I don't want the money back. Then I'll spend it. Tickets are already paid for. I got like a, two months left of payments. I think next uh, month is my final payment. Uh, be fine. In fact, next month is my final payment. See, tickets are paid for, man. They're not accepting any more tickets, uh, any more uh, season ticket requests. So if you don't have your season tickets already in the process, you will not be getting a ticket. Yeah, that's the other reason why I would just do it. I just hold it over. Just hold it over. 
Because it's going to, look, remember how appreciative I told you we're going to be of sports. As soon as baseball comes back, whenever it decides to come back, and those teams are going to be playing in those respective stadiums, that stadium down the block is going to have fans. And you tell me I'm crazy because, oh, it's still, it's just still the Marlins. But that stadium is going to have fans. Even if it only lasts for a month, that stadium for the mo first month is going to have fans because people are going to be, wow, we, we, we took advantage of the sports that we had. We took advantage that, oh, you know what? I'm not going to worry about watching that today. I'll watch it tomorrow. We took advantage of all that. Now we're two and a half months in. We still have no sports. And we're still waiting another possible almost two months before any sort of competitive sports is back. Now, that's not true because La Liga starts, what is it, six days. La Liga begins in six days or seven days. And you're excited about that. Some competitive sports. Something that I can turn on and there's people competing and there's people going at it and getting upset at each other because, oh, you tripped me. You shouldn't have tripped me. Good. Bro, trip him. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, I'm sorry, Buster. I'm not, uh, I'll watch it. I mean, Buster, you were super excited when the news came out for La Liga yeah, and, and the Premier bad. League that came out. Oh, but now you got basketball. But you still have another month and a half after the first game of La Liga before basketball's back. What are you going to do? Are you going to keep helping your wife around the house with chores? No. Okay, well, then what are you going to do? <laughs> Nothing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, man, <laughs> I, I guess you're right. <laughs> I guess you're right. I, I'll put it to you this way. If nothing else, then yes, I'll watch it. But I'm really looking forward to basketball coming back. I'm excited for basketball coming back, too. It's going to be a little tease, but I'm excited for basketball. Why is back. it a little tease? Because ah, yeah, those eight like, games are going to go by so fast. And then it's basketball. It's going to be playoff basketball, which doesn't. It's not going to feel like playoff basketball because playoff basketball is pretty much accented by the fans in the stands and the account, the, the the amount of atmosphere that's in the building. It's going to. They're going to feel like pickup games. Okay. They're going to feel like pickup games. Just play like in a gym, and then you're going to hear other ambiance from other games happening around in the back. So it's going to be a little weird. I'm sure there's going to be multiple games played at the same time. It's not just going to be one game at a time. So imagine you're watching a game, all of a sudden you hear a whistle and, 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 and sneaker screeching going on from court three. And you're, in court, you're watching court five. Right. It's going to be a little uh, distracting. It's not going to be the same, Larry. You're going to come in here after the first game of the playoffs, and you're going to say, this that sucks. sucked. Exactly. You see, you even answered it. You know it because you know you. You're only excited now because we haven't had any basketball. We haven't had any sports for two-plus months. It's the only reason why you're excited. Moment first dribble. This sucks. You're going to shut the TV off, and then I'm going to come in super hype because you're going to hype me up before that game, and you're gonna come, I'm going to come in super hype of, bro, did you see this play? Bro, LeBron, que cagao. Bro, esto lo otro. And then you'll be like, I don't watch it. It sucked. Oh, I don't think it's going to be like that. I think I'll be very happy. I think you're wrong. Then. Mark the tape. I think you're very wrong. I think I'll be very happy. Marking the tape right now. Why is that? Because I'm right. Whenever I'm right, I mark the tape. And I know I'm right. I know I'm right. There's no way that you're going to convince me otherwise. All callers, call in right now. Tell me I'm wrong. You're, you're wrong. You're not going to convince me. You're not a caller. I don't want to hear from you. You're only telling me I'm wrong because I'm going against you. You're wrong. You're not going. Bro, this, this is going to happen. I'm not wrong. You almost have me saying. You're wrong. Oh, you're wrong. But you're wrong. I will watch it gladly. A dribble and a half. We need a dribble in the moment that you see how crap it is of a product without the fans there, you're going to be upset about it. Why? 
And yes, the basketball purists are going to be super upset with me right now because it's about the game. It's not about the fans, man. I get it. But playoff basketball, the atmosphere and the hype built around the playoff basketball needs fans. I don't know, man. Hmm. I can't wait for the first. How many basketball? How many times is LeBron going to do this? Explain this to me. You hate when he does that. How many times is he going to do that? How many times is he going to do that? My guess, none. Why? No fans. No fans. And if he does it, he's a clown. See, you are back to bashing poor LeBron again. If it's anybody that does it, he's what a clown. This guy it, done to? It, um, who's this guy, Booker, from the Suns, right? Whenever he hits a shot, he does one of these three things. One of those things, right? Yeah. Clowns. If he does that, it's a clown. Well, that's a little different because you kind of look at the player and you kind of give him the three. But when LeBron does an entire, what is he doing? Trying to move the crust of the earth? You got no killer instinct, bro. You shouldn't be such a clown. So it's like that with you. Huh? Like that with me. No killer instinct. If LeBron different. had that killer instinct, he'd be the greatest of all time. That killer instinct right now will separate them between great and greatest. I don't I don't buy your your garbage. I'm sorry, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying what you're selling here today. LeBron plays in a more diversified, more difficult league to play in. Yeah, Jordan had some tough opponents to deal with, but it's a different league, man. There's more stars. More people that can hit 30-foot threes and look at you and go, what, bro? What? You're right, there are more stars that you can uh, pack in on one team. You're right about that, absolutely. God, bro, this guy is Absolutely right about that. Again, bro. This guy's back on look at LeBron's bench. Look at the bench. Look at the guys on his bench. You can't tell me that Jordan had that bench. No. Jordan had his no, core. Jordan didn't have a Hall Jordan of Fame Jordan had his main core. No, no, Jordan didn't have a Hall of Fame bench. You're right. Jordan had his main core. No, no, he didn't have a Who's on his bench? Came off the bench. First starter is Harper. Give cool me coach. Who else? Give me give me four guys. Well, you need four guys. Well, LeBron has like six. LeBron Hall of Famers? Six. Hall of Famers? Ron Harper's a Hall of Famer? Look at his numbers. Are you kidding me, Larry? Look at his numbers. Ron Harper's not a Hall of Famer. No way in hell is Ron Harper a Hall of Famer. Ron Harper became Ron Harper because he was on Jordan's team. I think that actually year. Ron Harper stops being a Hall of Fame caliber basketball player because he goes to play with Jordan. Oh, my goodness. You think I'm kidding with you? I, yeah, I think you're out of your mind. How are you going to tell me Ron Harper is not, if he's not a Hall of Famer, tell me he's not that kind of caliber player. Ron Harper was not an, a Hall of Fame caliber player, bro. I'm so sorry to tell you. So he was a pedestrian also ran guy. He was a great role player that they added to the team. That's what he was. Who was Ron Harper before he came on the Bulls? Nobody talked about Ron Harper. No, you're right. Nobody talked about Ron Harper. Nobody ever dealt with the fact that he averaged from his rookie season 23 points a game. And just dominated the league. Uh, before he ever became a member of the Chicago Bulls, he won two, three, four, five different times, averaged 20 or more points a game. That's who Ron Harper was. He was a, a, a quintessential and proverbial all star. And what ruined his career is going to play with LeBron because he did get, I mean, with LeBron, I'm sorry, with Jordan, because he did get his rings. But uh, all and everything that was him went down the tubes. But, yeah, he was headed in that direction, man. He was that kind of player, dude. I'm not going to We can agree I'm not to disagree, but I don't him. agree there. Well, he averaged 20 or more five times before he was a bull. I just I kind of want you to masticate on that for a little okay, bit. Fine, the guy wasn't you know, a pedestrian player. I'm sorry.
Now, you know what's funny? They don't have a Hall of Fame leader here like they did with like baseball. That's what I'm looking for. Some sort of Hall of Fame leader to, to, to kind of gauge where he is. No, and J.R. Smith is not a teammate of his right now. What about, what about J.R. Smith? He's not his teammate right now. He's he was just caught working out with him. Remember, he had that big thing in L.A. that he went after one of the protesters because they, he, um, they damaged the his car. He just, yeah, man, he beat the crap out of him, too. You know he beat the crap out of him. Did you hear what he said, though? I'm afraid to <laughs> His ask. comments were fantastic. I'm going to try to find the audio of it. But pretty much they asked him about the, about, about the incident, and he goes, listen, it, uh, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. It was a stupid act, um, an act of stupidness, okay? We all have them. I kicked his ass. You can call that an act of stupidness, too. Now you're even. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, man, they don't have a Hall of Fame meter here, but were you astonished to know he did so well on other teams before he became a bull? Tommy. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. What was that? I'm sorry, I'm looking up the J.R. Smith story now. Oh. So you're, you're dismissing the fact that Harper was kind of a... I told you, I'll give you one guy, but that's it. Who else you got? You said Kukoc, who else you got? Look at LeBron's roster, and then and look at him through the heat. Look at LeBron's roster through the heat. Look at him now with the Lakers, and you can't tell me that. I mean, I, I can tell you. More stars to ganging up on, that's why. I can tell you that Jordan had a loaded team, too. I just don't think, you know, you, you love throwing that on LeBron. Poor LeBron. Jordan had a loaded team at the end. How loaded was that team that he went with uh, with Mo Williams to the finals? Oh, How my God. You love, people love bringing up the Mo Williams deal. Because that team was so loaded. Yeah, so loaded. How about the other day when he went up against Golden State and lost? How loaded was that team that he so played loaded. with? Which, by the way, Mo Williams was like the third star on that team, believe it or not. Years later, he had nobody. I don't know, man. I just I think he gets he gets too much crap. It's just my opinion. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.